We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 226. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the Relentless Heat Wave. Oh, I need to put some... You know what? What? Yeah, right I'm, up yesterday. I'm not even calling it a heat wave anymore. It's, it's just what it, it never is. went up and came back down. It went down one day. And then yeah. this, you know, it's like the tide, the heat tide that's just coming up and not going back down. Uh, yeah, and I'm just not sure. I really don't know exactly what's going on. I mean, I know scientifically what's going on, but I don't know why it's going on. We socked in June of this heat bubble, and like you said, just every now and then we'll dip. But and we're that's, going. And that's early. That's very early. That's early. And it's early in the year to, to stop the rain. You know what I'm saying? You predicted this. I did. You predicted this. I mean, if you want to go out, like, well, yeah, like a month and a half ago, I mean, our podcast, we could go back. You said it a couple of podcasts. Because it was so wet in the spring. And then it just 10 inches plus in May. And then it just went bye-bye. Yeah. And that's what we were afraid of. I mean, were you like uh, premonising? I wasn't, I wasn't premonising it being that early. I was thinking August. Oh, okay, August. Yeah, not June. Wow. June, really? I mean, June's usually still pretty wet. It it is, and not near this this hot. I mean, we're experiencing August weather in June. This is. It's been crazy. Oh, I mean, temperatures, what, in the. Well, last week, excessive heat warning. Yeah. Five days. And that was. I I don't remember a, an excessive heat warning lasting that long. I really in in the you know recent past, we've had heat advisories, heat advisories, but an excessive heat warning that lasting five days. I I, I was curious. I mean, I, I I was thinking about how they do the criteria. I mean, I think the exce- they did they upgraded it to excessive heat warning just because of the length. That's of exactly it. right. Yeah, because I think technically one of the criteria is, is if the heat index is over 115, which it never got for like three hours on a day or two. But, but at the same time, there was no relief zero. for five days, even even at night. Yeah, I think, what, were we upper 70s? It was crazy. Well, even when we would leave early That's, in the morning, wow. it was still already just... Oh, disgusting. Yeah, it was offensive. I was offended. Offensive. Not not oppressive, I was, but offensive. I was offended. Uh, <laughs> she gets offended pretty easily. Wow! If, if it's I really don't. If it's hot like this, I would be a few offended too. <laughs> I was like, uh, Mother Nature, I'm offended now. <laughs> I need you well, to let up. You you can probably tell uh, we are all back. I got Shara here and I got Corey here. We uh, we took last week off. It, I just had a lot going on. Uh, number one, you probably don't know it yet. I got a brand new air conditioner unit. 
Well, we knew you were getting one. I got one. And uh, the, the cool thing is, well, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Pun Where's intended? my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> On the, when they came to install it, my, my buddy Gary in Springfield was like, oh my gosh. He said, you're, you're, you're going to get so hot. You're going to get so hot because the guy said it would take like a day, quote yeah. unquote, to put it in. And he was worried it was going to be 90 degrees and blah, blah, blah. Well, they came at 9, 9 or 9.30. And. The funny thing is, they okay. They got the outdoor. You have the outdoor unit, and you have the indoor unit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they disconnected the outdoor unit. They disconnected the indoor unit and had the the new one laying here. And then they unboxed the outdoor unit, and they said it was messed up. It was dented. Did it come with the house when you bought it? No, no. Actually, old? this is my third one. Actually, really? Yeah, yeah. The, the, wow, you really do them in. Uh, it probably Karen. I don't know. <laughs> no, when they said, because I was upstairs and he came upstairs, he says, okay, you're probably going to be getting a call from, from Dale, which is like the main guy. I, I, immediately I thought, oh God. Uh, not okay. Dale. Yeah, I know. But but uh, yeah, and he, and he explained everything to me. He said, we're going to go figure out, because they get the units here in town at lock. And it's like, okay. Gotcha. But they weren't sure if they had another one. And he's already unhooked everything. And this was like oh, one of the 100 degrees. Oh, yeah. Like, you'd think they would this open the it and make he... sure that it's good before you unhook everything. Well, you everything. would think everything else was fine. And so, anyway, so so the one guy's telling me this, and the other guy downstairs says, we got it. We're going to go get it. We're like, okay, we're Thank good. Thank God. Okay, so like, here well, I am. I'm going to go to Walmart I got my hours. little fan. <laughs> but, but here's the deal. This house is really insulated. So before they got here, I cranked the air, existing air conditioner to get down to like 72, 73 According to it, it's like 69. By the time they finished, which was like 2 o'clock, the house was only 79 degrees. Not bad. Not bad at all. Or 80, actually. That's the way our, our house is. Because we run ours at 69 all night long because mm-hmm. I'm only hot at night, and that's the only time we crank ours down. Right, right, okay. During the day, I'm cold. <laughs> so when I get up, I turn it up to like 73, 74, and sometimes 75 because it stays cold until like four o'clock in the afternoon and then mm-hmm. it finally starts getting up to where that it's at that 74 and 75 and i gotta keep oh did you say on. that's when the sun starts coming yeah it's right up. when the sun's on that one side of my house coming in the main well, door gotcha. three weeks ago you know you were talking about it and i put my foot over your vent and i could tell something just wasn't right it wasn't as cold as yeah. it should be yeah it, it was two weeks ago and then two you weeks called ago, yeah. the next day yeah but, yeah but I can imagine that you might actually see a an improvement on your electric bill with this new Probably, unit. Probably because you're not going to oh, have they to run said, it near as much. Oh, I know. They they said. I mean, it's it's. I forget. Like, there's a series of letters they call. It's like that's a ten or a thirteen. He said the one I had before was a ten. And they said it wasn't really performing a 10, right. uh, which is efficiency. But it probably was running more than you should have had been running. Just to keep your house When you cold. guys came over, it started at 11, and it didn't stop till you left at like right. 10 o'clock. So that's going to cost you money. <laughs> right. Now it's not. No. Now it comes out. You'll hear it come on. The, the only thing that's different about this one, it's not a variable speed fan. I mean, it'll come on. And then when it's cool, it'll go off. Yeah, which is fine. I don't care. I don't want. It, I don't want heat or anything. Well, see, that was last week. That's one of the reasons. Like, we don't need to do a podcast. I need to focus on this. Well, Corey worked, <laughs> and you worked Sunday oh my gosh. and Monday, and I got up oh, early gosh. and went to Oklahoma 
for the fourth. Oh, for the fourth. So. Yeah. So see, you guys weren't even available. I then, mean, so. we we would have done it with you Sunday night, but it was like, hey, whatever, week off. Let's take a week <laughs> off. Take you a know? break. Well, I did a nine minute. You know, I call it a short. It's like you know, just because it was the fourth. It's like, yeah, it's gonna be fourth, and it's gonna be hot and nothing new or whatever. <laughs> uh, I do want to talk about the, the the second, and I think that's what we were talking about before the podcast. Is no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, that was something else. That was when I was at work, and all of a sudden we had the popper oh, blow up. The one where you were messaging me, freaking out. And- oh my gosh! We had a chance that afternoon, and I was expecting it. I was expecting uh, some of our cave tours to get canceled because of the lightning, but they did not. It did not. Because the storms didn't pop until I got off work. Oh, that was we the night it rained Country on Mart. us. The night, right. And by the time Cher came out of Country Mart, it was pouring well, down rain. it wasn't rain. pouring yet. It was pouring it was while I was in there. I could hear it hitting the ceiling. I'm like, oh, goodness. I didn't even know it was going to rain. Yeah. And when I came out, it was a light rain. Super light rain. No oh, big okay. deal. I walked to the car, loaded up. By the time we got home, it was pouring it was and it was a drenching rain no inch on your body was not soaked rain <laughs> like i thought i could yeah. just you know it jump out great. of the car and run i know it's wonderful within it was seconds awesome. i was soaked and i noticed at first that all the rain was in my part of the town and not at your house you were at work oh yeah now, you were probably getting it you probably hear it on the roof oh my gosh yes yeah. oh my gosh but nothing was happening at your house I know. But then it developed over your house, and within an hour, you had about two inches of rain. I know. It was unreal. What, like, like at one point, because our weather station records rain rate, it was like right. 3.56 inches per hour rate. I just wish everybody could have got that. Like, we aren't getting these full days of rain. We're getting, no. like, these little pop-ups that dump yeah. an hour of rain and then poof, it's well, dry again. And that's what I've said all the time on on on, on the page or whatever. These are pop, or the technical term is pulse uh, pulse storms. These things aren't; they don't move. But if they explode, you're going to get a they just ton dump. of rain, and then they'll dry up and go. We away. were just lucky, and we're lucky that the whole town got it that day. Oh my gosh, yes. Usually the, it's just so small they don't get it, but they kept kind of like bubbling up around us. Oh, yeah, because of the outflow. I mean, it, it yes. kind of bubbled up yes. and then it kept bubbling and bubbling and then it kind of we bubbled had some down. We storms to our east and it produced an outflow around the other. It was moving to the west that night. Which was cool. That was cool. <laughs> I've gotten really good at checking the radar before I go to the pool just to make sure that we don't get good there and then poof, something happens. See, I'm going to give you one of those. Because you should do that because you don't want none of that lightning the to o- hit you work, at the pool. The office next to the cave has a big screen TV with the radar on it 24-7. So I go in there and look every time I know there's going to be pop-up storms. And usually when I go in there, well, they know that I do what I do. Yeah, they know, yeah. <laughs> and by the time I go in there, you're storm guard, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to go in the cave right now with uh, <laughs> some lightning. Because we have a 20-mile radius for the cave of lightning. Okay, so. what radar are they using there? Is it Radarscope? No, I wish I, it was. I didn't think so. It's AccuWeather. <gasps> it's an ac- it's a professional AccuWeather like an upgrade that they, that yeah, they okay. subscribe to. Well, but so it's not still, something that the public gets. Okay, but see, if you get those special things, it's probably comparable because you get the the lightning data, which you need if you're going to go in the cave. I wish they would use your radar scope. I really do. It's so easy. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. it's so easy. Why don't you tell them that? I would like to. I will someday. Yeah. He'll go in there and smack it up the side of his head. It's like, look! This is how it's going to be. Use radar scope. Now, I I mentioned this on on last week on the the short, um, but uh, that night that we're talking about, I got a total 
uh, at Stormdar headquarters at two inches and thirteen hundredths. And like you said, Corey, about an hour. It was and that's coming. great. That, that's wonderful. Wonderful. But Our tomatoes loved it. But remember, the entire month of June. You got half that. One point four three inches the entire month, and that's June. That's a whole month of June. That's still mostly spring. You know? Yeah, exactly. It, which you think? Yeah, I mean, I you know, Mother Nature flipped that switch. She really did. It within two days we went from it's raining and cool to bam. Our, our cave has flooded five times this in the spring. Yeah, and then it just stopped. Stopped. Oh, so I mean, haven't rained since. you don't have any flooding now, I'm sure. <laughs> well, and and even if we get a big rain, it won't flood because the water table is so low right now. That's true. We'll talk about that a little later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you well, didn't do anything uh, on the fourth. Uh, I shot one fountain. <laughs> I, I, no, well, actually, I had a show. Was it a Karen fountain? Yes, it was a Karen fountain. Aww. Well, I had a show. It had I a three o'clock show. I shoot a Karen fountain. Well, I got two more in the thing. We could shoot them. I would have taken one to Oklahoma, and I would have shot. Oh, it. she would have loved that. What? I would have videoed it. You, sh- you should. We should have just got together or something. Well, I didn't know you were here, and she I was, was gone. In Oklahoma. We were texting, and it's like, well, you he's were at a- work. No, no, later at the night, it's like, dude, you should have come over. We could have just shut up stuff. And he got off at 7, and Grant got (laughs) off too, so they were both home. I was like, y'all should have done something. uh, You and Grant should have come over here. Hello. I was by myself. I had nobody. Heck yeah. Which is the first time. Anyway, my whole whole point is... uh, I went over home and baked with my family out. Oh, now, okay, did you bake that special thing you were supposed to send me the recipe to? Remember, you're supposed to send me a recipe to something. I don't remember. I don't remember right what now am either. I'm supposed to send you a recipe <laughs> to, to. Oh shoot! I didn't take anything. I meant we baked outdoors. Oh no! But you're you're <laughs> gonna send me. Any... You baked. You mean your body? Our baked? body's baked. Oh, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. My gotcha. mom and dad do an annual cookout every year. Oh okay. And I mean, basically <laughs> anyone's welcome. You know, but they invite a lot of people, all their friends, and then me and my sister and our families. Yeah. Since I can remember, since I was born, we've done this cookout. So I think it's great. My yeah, you know, my mom and dad live on a cattle farm, so they break out the pounds and pounds of hamburger meat mm. they have in their freezer, and they mm. that's exactly burgers. what we had for dinner, dinner tonight. Yeah. But it was really, really hot outside. If and they ever no have breeze. any extra, I would I would gladly purchase. It's some. good stuff. Sometimes they'll sell. It's like sometimes they'll it's sell like a whole cow. Tomatoes. It's homegrown beef. Yeah, I know. Tomato, I, you know a whole, whole good stuff. They too. usually sometimes they'll sell Lean a whole cow, beef. and they'll do. I mean, they'll do them a lot cheaper. They'll than, split it up. Oh yeah. They'll sell them a lot cheaper than what you'd buy them in the store. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I just buy like, like three or four pounds of hamburger. Like I mean, they, they would sell them I mean, for like three dollars. You would have to get a, a freezer for this. We have a freezer. And we well, if up. I had three pounds, I got my freezer up there. He's mean like three or four pounds of hamburger, honey. I don't yeah, think not three or four cows. He's not going to need a whole freezer for that. Oh God, just me. I raid their, their their large <laughs> freezer when I'm in town. I load it up. But the, you're the daughter. You should. I you load know? it up the grocery bag of meat daughter. and brought it home. Farmer's daughter. There you go. You can't say no to me. <laughs> I know. Um, well, we've had these, like Corey mentioned at the very top of the podcast, you know, the t- we have these little cold fronts that try to come down and make a dent in this ridge, and the temperatures will drop down to, quote, seasonal norms, which is really around 90 right now. Uh, for a couple of days, and then the ridge will build back in. This has happened. You know, we had a, a reprieve on Saturday. Yes, yesterday. And we call it so beautiful. We call it was. We call it a reprieve. <laughs> we call it 
cooler because it was, but it was actually normal. We didn't drop below yeah. normal. I know. But it was lower than what I we know. had been. Well, but it's better than what we have. Well, okay. I, I looked up the average high and low for Springfield. Okay, now remember Springfield, you got to kind of add a degree for or two for Branson. Springfield is so different. It really is, but we're our say what you're going to say, and then I'll say what I'm going to say. Oh, okay. Uh, the average high for today. This is we're recording this on Sunday, July 10th. Uh, the average high for today is 89, and the average low is 69. Now, the maximum average high that we'll that Springfield, not wheel, sorry, that Springfield will get will be 90 degrees. And that will last from the 13th of July to the 16th of August. And it won't, I mean, the average, we're talking average high. So now, what do, what do you want to? Well, this is going to step on in, on in your other news. That's fine. Springfield That's okay. gets more snow than we do. Yes. It gets colder than we do, but it doesn't get as warm as we do in the summer. They haven't mm. got to 100 in, since 2014. Why? We have. They're right down the road. We have. Many times. And we have lakes to cool us down. Like you'd think being near the water would be We're good. so much, we're, you know, they're more north than we are. Well, and, okay, number one, they're on a plateau, they so it's are. going to be warmer. And we've got tons of foliage around here, plus the lake, but tons of hills. And right. in that the hills, you're going to get, but you're going to get like uh, the, the thermal inversions. The valleys will be The valleys, yeah, okay. and stuff like that. So... So yeah, and I saw that on one of the TV. The reason that's in the 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 thing is I saw it on TV. One of the weather guys, a well-known weather guy, on TV said that. Uh, what Corey's your where did I see that? Uh, oh yeah, they said if Springfield reached a hundred degrees on seven seven, which is Thursday, then that would be the first time since August twenty fourteen or eight years that we've reached that. Now we've reached that, right? Definitely. Yeah, in eight years. Come on, we've. Branson has. That would be different if the National Weather Service offices weren't so outside of town and they were right in the middle of Springfield, right in downtown Springfield. Agreed. It would be well above that. Totally agree. It's like yes. it's like St. Louis. You go oh, downtown definitely. St. Louis. Oh my God! You got this. all the blacktop and asphalt. What's it called? What's the, uh, what's yeah, the I, I was trying to think. Called? It's it's called something. Yeah. Uh, the uh, urban urban yeah, 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 urban yeah. heating. Yeah, which is five as much as five five to ten degrees Absolutely. warmer. Absolutely. Than you are at the, the reporting stations. So I yep. think it's that way when you go to Silver Dollar City. I oh, think I agree. It's ten times hotter on that blacktop. Oh yeah. Well, blacktop is going to like you could smell the blacktop melting below your feet. When you're out there that hot, all you smell is blacktop. Oh yeah, no that that is that is totally right, and that's why you see sometimes everybody will be in a heat advisory except for Spring, uh, not Springfield, St. Louis Metro will be under an excessive heat warning. Sure, or Kansas and that's City. Exactly why? <laughs> that's exactly why they do that. <coughs> oh my goodness. Uh, okay, uh, I I want to know if we're going to get a break from this heat, so I'm going to throw it over to Corey. To look at the models and just please let us know if there's any relief in sight. Okay. Great. No. Model Minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. It is the Model Minute. I had to play your drop, though, so. All right. So, Corey, please expound on what Boy, you're looking Boy, I to. got news for you. Uh-oh. What? Do you want the good news or the bad news first? Tell me the bad news. I feel like it's the, the same. The bad news uh-huh. is there is no good news. Oh. 
Wait a minute. I was hoping you would say the good bad news first because I have no good news. Now I got to boo you. Give it. Well, let's look at the precipitation for the next two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Let's look at there is none. Taney County in general. I'm just looking at Taney County here. Okay. Taney County. I'm going to zoom past. Well, okay. Is there good news and bad news again? There is. uh, I saw a split second of green. (laughs) But not over Taney County. Oh. We have zero. Rain over Taney County for the next two weeks to do our anniversary, July 26th. Aww. Absolutely no rain over Branton. Zero. Oh. Zero. But now, we can I'm, get a pop-up. Now, I'm not booing Corey. I'm booing But that's no exactly rain. what these outlooks have been saying the past few days. Have you seen those in the National Weather Service? It's not going to stop. Let's look at the temperature, shall we? Oh, ooh, yeah. Okay. Is there good news or bad news? <laughs> You want the sure bad bad. news or the good news? Look, give me the bad news. The bad news is there is no good news. Oh, no, what? We're going to zoom back. <laughs> Guys, it's not good at all. It's a lot of dark red. Oh, okay. We have... It's like not even red anymore. It's like maroonish black. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's after called this, char. <laughs> after this week, this week's going to be in the upper 90s. Oh, just the upper 90s? But the week Jeez. after... Oh, up to 105. No. Multiple no. days of that. No. I, that's there a buzzer. is no relief in sight. I don't claim that. But this is what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast. What is going on? Why are we in this massive prolonged heat bubble? I mean, you can say, you know, climate change, blah, 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 blah. And even when we get the February 13 below zero, they'll say climate change or whatever. Normally, this does not happen this long. It really doesn't. So, you guys were, we were, I was remembering our anniversary, our wedding day, the actual wedding day in 1997. And I recall it being extremely hot. Mm-hmm. I remember it being humid. I remember it being hot. Um, I remember we went to St. Louis for a couple of days and it was so hot and miserable. So, I looked it up. Because I was curious. I'm like, man, it was so hot that day. I remember. Wonder what the temperature was on my wedding day. Oh, oh, did you look it up? So I looked up. I closest I could find was the Tulsa okay. airport. Where'd you get married? Miami? In Miami. Okay. So about an hour away. Yeah, okay. Um. So July 1997, Tulsa airport, 93.9. That's not bad. 93. Like, what the heck? The hottest nine. day in July 1997 was on July 28th, two days after we got married, which was 98. Well, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. I'm like, man, we thought it was so hot. Because we're going to fast forward to this year in July. I was trying not to sweat in a wedding dress. Right. right. I'm looking at July 19th, which is a week from Tuesday. Yeah, a week from Tuesday. Okay. Tulsa, 110. Joplin, 107. Springfield, 104. Branson, 106. But do you remember... Our very so, first year anniversary, what the it temperature was, it was. was. warm. We went to Dallas for our one year anniversary. And it was probably cooler. And I was no. five to six months pregnant. Oh, well, it see, was like that's probably 106 no. to 110. She was throwing up. She I, was, I was so hot, I was puking in trash cans along oh, the road. No. Oh, gosh. It was, it was, and I didn't really get sick with that pregnancy, but. I did in that heat. We have 100 degree temperatures on a daily basis up until July 24th, which still is up in the 90s. 
it's it's not good. No rain. No, this is not good. Now, I mean, there's shout. Storm. There's some. Sh- well, no, that's possible. That, that's possible. Yeah, yeah, because there's so we, much we've energy. A couple the pop up storms don't are not drought busters. Right. No. They'll give us a couple inches, but it won't give Taneyville anything. You know. <laughs> God, there's the the, the the rainfall chances are minimal at best. It's sad. It, it's very sad. And I think the AFD, I read the AFD, and I read it daily. AFD, area forecast discussion, it's the discussion that the, the meteorologists put out twice a day. And at the end, they say, you know, minimal rain chances you know, for days and days and days and days. This this is really not good. I mean, I mean, thank you for having a new air conditioner that actually can work. Let's talk about the drought. Uh, okay. All right. Um, well, we're all been. abnormally dry, at least. You oh, know, my gosh. Most of Taney County is already in a drought. Uh, which would be severe? Everybody, is that it's moderate. Do, do, moderate. Okay, moderate. Okay. Severe is over in West Plains. Oh, and, shoot. Now, oh. I am a firm believer the reason why Branson's not in a, well, officially in a drought. We're abnormally dry. Okay. But we're the only, ca- the only, sliver of Taney County that's not in a drought. And I think it's because of that two-inch rainfall we got the other day. Uh, Yeah, okay. I agree with that. Do you, do you, I'm, I'm going to show Randy to- this, yeah. this, this, this map right here. That's exactly what oh, the rain Oh, right, right, right. Hit. Yeah, Whoa, yeah. It's literally just us. Yeah, just like Branson to the west. I think that's due to that rainfall we got the other night. Two I inches of rain. 100% if agree. not for that, we would be in a drought. Because it bubbled up like for hours. And come Thursday... Four days from now, we're going to be in a drought. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I'm afraid of. And we might hit, even see to our east a sliver of, of uh, what's it called? What's the highest? Um, uh, ex- uh, exceptional? Is, is, is exceptional? Is exceptional. I mean, we, well, okay, we, but see, we have D3 and D4, extreme yet. Yeah, we got D3 and D4 We're going to go. see some extreme over near West Plains. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, even, even when I post the um, uh, monthly climate report from the National Weather Service, I think West Plains only got 0.69 inches. I'll have to go look. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what they all, for the month of June, 0.69. Not even an inch of rain. Way too early for that. My gosh, yes. Way too early for that. We do not need this. What, what, what's going to happen come August? If we don't get some rain. Well, I am okay. I am still holding on to my theory. I said it when it's Sharon was cool here. Off. I think we're going to have this, and all of a sudden, weird, at some point, August. that doesn't mean it's going to get not cool. Skywater, well, though. I don't know. I mean, rainfall. I don't know. I'm just right. thinking thermally. Um, but we all should because know. Because we've by seen now. that pattern before. Yes. Oh, yes. It's it's happened at least a couple of times. But I'm thinking. We we all should know by now. I mean, I did. I played the drought weather school. I can't remember when I played the drought weather school. But what happens is drought feeds on itself. So you have the hot temperatures, which dries up the ground. But when the when the ground dries, gets drier, it gets hotter. Therefore, it makes the temperature hotter, which dries more of the ground. It's it's like the cycle. That's what people really don't understand about a drought. It's it's not just you don't have rain. There are really really bad uh, things that are that happen with a drought. But this is early. This is a little early. Way early. Than what we're used to. Yeah, yeah. Now next August, week, we're used to that. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then September comes along, and it's like, then we start getting back into the wet we pattern. We do. But then we don't get any fall colors. Exactly. <laughs> we get zero fall colors. Although, there is rain elsewhere in the world. So, let's get to the next segment. Tropical. 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 It's tropical. There's been some stuff out there. It's not extreme, but we've had a couple of things out there. Uh, looking at the Atlantic, okay, this is what I think is kind of odd, and I want to talk about more odd stuff <laughs> in the tropics in a minute. Right now, as of today, there is an onshore disturbance over western Georgia. Now, it's not even in the Gulf, okay, but they, they're saying it's partially related to a decaying frontal boundary, which is probably one of those weak fronts it went through, but it they're, they're thinking this little disturbance is going to drift into the northern Gulf, and it might develop into a little minor pre-tropical system, which is weird. I mean... What's it, like a 20% chance or something? Uh, it's up to 30 now. Oh, yeah? It, yeah, it was, it was 20 before, and I checked right before we went on. Uh, it's 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 thirty thirty percent that it could. It's a pretty good chance, really. We're watching this a lot closer than we normally do since we're going to be in Florida. Oh, you want to talk about that? In three weeks, What's up? Like right during hurricane season. <laughs> well, not quite. Well, main hurricane season, but hurricane season's kicking. So, wh- when are you leaving? July End of July, twenty ninth, thirtieth. I, can't remember. I think we're leaving the 30th. Leaving okay. The 30th. Coming back the 8th of August. Okay. August, it should be ramping up. So, yeah, we're going to talk about if that. If we soon. get a hurricane down there, I'm not coming home. Oh, we're leaving. <laughs> Stay in and taking we're pictures. We're leaving. Bye-bye. Yeah, this, this is Corey's utopia. We're Find like your own ride home I've always wanted to be in a hurricane. That's been my <laughs> the lifelong goal. The van will be leaving. You can fly home. I was going to say. Here, I'm good with that. Here, here's what we're going to do. Okay, so Shara and the kids will go back home. We and will Corey will be there, there. And we will be live on Facebook Absolutely. for 25 hours. You need, your, you need a storm dar jacket, and you need to be standing out in 80-mile winds. Yeah, that would be cool. And you like the Weather Channel, you need a big fan over here and pretend that you're... You need a stop sign wicked. blowing we, we behind have, you. We have, on my computer, we have the new side-by-side double box of we can... <laughs> So we can do live. Inter- Ooh, that's right. Randy can interview me from Florida. I can. And I can Pretending like I'm blown over by the wind. We'll down stand there. there with a bunch of fans blowing on you. I know. Throwing I, water I, at I, you. I can stay here on my computer when it's 115 degrees outside and say, Corey, how's that wind? No, we're getting a lot of wind. <laughs> you know, and I'll superimpose some wind on my and my logic. Pro. Okay, okay, that's for a later time. Anyway, so. <laughs> So you guys are going, which is fine. Uh, I've I've got some special. Glad we have your permission. <laughs> no, no, no. What I mean is, it's You're like, like I... that's fine. You can no, no, go. No. But what I'm saying is, I've got some special guests that could be yes. on the podcast from that time, and we will see. We may do like a. I don't know if you. We can work it out. We can pipe you guys and we'll we do might, the podcast from there we'll either you know. pipe in and do the podcast or we'll call in and yeah let you know the do tropic a phoner do a phoner or whatever we'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll that do out something. that's that's it so okay so let's go back to the tropics which is the pacific uh we got tropical storm darby Darby, okay. Uh, that's obviously fourth. Uh, 840 miles southwest of Baja, headed west. Uh, maximum sustained winds are 65 right now. That's going to increase pretty much. Uh, it's moving west at 16 and is 
uh, forecasted to become a hurricane by tomorrow and then diminish on Wednesday. So what's happening is there's a lot of warmer air, air warmer water way down towards the uh, the the equator. So these storms are like firing, but then they kind of take a little northward thing and yeah. they run into cooler water and they just it's cooler collapse. water. Yeah, they just kind of collapse. Not gonna in the... Be much of a factor. No, no, nah. right? Especially right now. Uh, we uh, it's only July, so it's only July. Yeah, but so, it's been you know honestly, it's been quiet. Uh, so far, so far it's been quiet. You know, two years ago. We were well into the alphabet by now. That's what I was thinking. And now, d- could that have anything to do with the Saharan dust? Well, Ooh. funny you should mention that. Ooh. We had a conversation about we, that on the well, way here. Well, Corey, we did. Tell me about this. Here. We have Saharan dust over Branson right now. Right now? Right now. The oh, wow. sunset was a little pink tonight. And I was looking at some maps, and there is some, you know, not a lot, but there is some Saharan dust over us right now causing that pink sunset. There was no clouds in the area, but it was sure pink tonight. Because I thought that was kind of a done deal. Oh, no, it's back. Well, I haven't, I I mean. It's definitely back. uh, Uh, There's some Saharan dust. A lot more to our south, though. We're just in the, mm, there's actually more to our north, too. Branson right now is kind of in a. A lull between the two clumps of Saharan dust, but I could still see it in the sunset tonight. It was definitely pink. Did you see that? It was pink. Yeah. Did Did you post it yet? No, I Did, didn't even take a picture. Oh, you didn't I take was a picture. driving over here at the time. Okay. Oh, in in the traffic jam. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you guys were late because <laughs> the car accident literally at the entrance to your development. I know it was so funny because I was waiting and waiting, and then Corey texted me. He's like, "I don't know what's going on." And it's like, "Oh, great!" And then he sent me it a picture. Seems to me, it's like, "Oh my gosh, you that <laughs> your highway out here is." Crazy! It's just so many wrecks out oh, here. People have Duh. wrecks all the time. This is they a do. major place. Out of all of Branson, there's more wrecks here than anywhere else. Yeah. Because it's narrow and it's curvy, and people go way too fast. Well, the problem is to turn in my subdivision. If you're going east, if you're stopped and you're not paying attention, it right. kind of comes up a little bit, and it's like, yeah. oh my god, there's right. a car stopped. Yeah. yeah, it happens. It happens a lot. But anyway, so I'm glad you're here. Um. Uh, okay, that's all that's going on in the tropics. Okay, let's talk about some outflow boundaries. We've been having some outflow boundaries, like Corey mentioned before, uh, on that the the second. Was it the second we were talking about where the we got the two and a half inches or two inches of rain? Yeah, yeah. I mean, an outflow boundary came out from a storm in eastern or eastern Taney County, kind of went west. Uh, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going, what is an outflow boundary? Some of these outflow boundaries can last listeners, for hours. I don't know what you're talking about. Hours. And oh, sometimes yeah. you can't even see them on radar, but they're still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I like flipping that radar into precipitation right. depiction, and you can kind of see those boundaries. Well, the good news is, if you don't know what an outflow boundary is, the Weather School this week is all about outflow boundaries and how they behave and how they can affect your local weather. So let's get to the Weather School. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather. A strong thunderstorm has generated an outflow boundary and it's headed this way. Is it dangerous? What exactly is an outflow boundary anyway?
You hear us talk a lot about outflow boundaries, so let's get into exactly what they are. An outflow boundary, also known as a gust front or an OB, is a boundary separating thunderstorm-cooled air, or outflow, from the surrounding air, similar in effect to a cold front, with its passage marked by a wind shift and usually a drop in temperature and a related pressure jump. Outflow boundaries can persist for several hours after the thunderstorms that generated them dissipate, and they can travel hundreds of miles from their area of origin. New thunderstorms sometimes develop along outflow boundaries, especially near the point of intersection with another boundary, like a cold front, a dry line, or another outflow boundary. Outflow boundaries can be seen either as fine lines on weather radar imagery or as arcs of low clouds on weather satellite imagery. From the ground, outflow boundaries can be associated with the appearance of roll clouds and shelf clouds. These clouds look quite ominous but are harmless. However, a thunderstorm could be ongoing just behind it. Outflow boundaries create low-level wind shear, and that can be hazardous during aircraft takeoffs and landings. If a thunderstorm runs into an outflow boundary, the low-level wind shear from the boundary can cause thunderstorms to exhibit rotation at the base of the storm, at times causing tornadic activity. Strong versions of these features, known as downbursts, can be generated in environments of vertical wind shear and mid-level dry air. Outflow boundary generation is sometimes referred to as the last hurrah of a thunderstorm. In order for thunderstorms to maintain strength, a persistent updraft must be present. Once the updraft wanes, then colder and denser air trapped in the upper part of the thunderstorm will fall to the ground. Once the colder air reaches the ground, then it has nowhere to go except outward and it pushes away from the dying thunderstorm. The edge of the outflow boundary can often be detected by radar. In extreme cases, this crashing of the colder air to the surface can be intense and is known as a microburst. By definition, a microburst is a small-scale downdraft produced by a thunderstorm. A microburst can be particularly dangerous to aircraft, especially during landing, due to the wind shear caused by its gust front, and flight crew training goes to great lengths on how to properly recover from a microburst or wind shear event. Microbursts have a diameter of influence less than two and a half miles, while macrobursts occur over a diameter greater than two and a half miles. Wet microbursts occur in atmospheres where the low levels are saturated, while dry microbursts occur in drier atmospheres from high-based thunderstorms. At ground level, shelf clouds and roll clouds can be seen at the leading edge of outflow boundaries. Through satellite imagery, an arc cloud is visible as an arc of low clouds spreading out from a thunderstorm. 
If the skies are cloudy behind the arc, or if the arc is moving quickly, high wind gusts are likely behind the gust front. Sometimes a gust front can be seen on weather radar, showing as a thin arc or line of weak radar echoes pushing out from a collapsing storm. The thin line of weak radar echoes is known as a fine line. Occasionally, winds caused by the gust front are so high in velocity that they also show up on radar. This cool outdraft can then energize other storms, which it hits by assisting in updrafts. Gust fronts colliding from two storms can even create new storms. Overall, outflow boundaries are quite interesting to look at on radar. In the summertime, it's refreshing when one of these outflow boundaries moves through your area. It will temporarily create cooler temperatures and provide a nice breeze. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you have every inch of information you need about outflow boundaries and how they can affect you. Okay, let's get to the next segment, which is in other news. I don't think Corey has anything because you're like working like, you know, 25 8. Was it 25 8? Oh, 24 He doesn't work that. <laughs> Anyway, I, I just had a few things I've compiled over the past couple of weeks. Um, the big one is I got kind of not confused, but I, I was perplexed because usually when a, a, a tropical system or a hurricane crosses the basin, in other words, if they're from the Atlantic and they go travel across and go into the Pacific, sometimes they have a new name. Yeah. And sometimes they have the same name. Yeah. And I was like, What's the difference? So I did some research, mm -hmm. and I found out if the storm, let, okay, let, for an example, let's say the storm Bonnie, because that's the the reference one. I Bonnie formed in the Gulf of Mexico, but it traveled westward across the uh, is it just north of Panama just a little bit of of water, uh, of yeah. land so yeah. it really didn't decrease much it went kind of to a tropical depression crossed into the pacific but retained bonnie 200 miles that's all it was yeah two, okay yeah so it but but it retained right. its strength so i thought okay now why does this one retain its name and the other one didn't well if it goes into Mexico, let's say, and collapses. If the storm, like if Bonnie would go into Mexico with a lot of land mass and collapse and just become like remnants or whatever, then cross over into the Pacific, it would acquire a new name because it Correct. would be a new storm. Right. See, you knew that. I did not. I thought that was very fascinating. So if... The storm in question, if the cyclone in question can retain at least tropical depression strength and retain its name, when it crosses, it will retain that name. So I thought that was pretty cool. I'm going to give myself a Dean. There you go. And this is the only the second time this has happened, happened in you know history. The first time this has happened was in 2016 
with uh, Otto. Oh, okay. Retain his name. Okay. Previously, previously, all systems reached the Pacific got a new name, but but before Otto, that was the first name that didn't, and now Bonnie. And then now Bonnie. Okay. Right. So now it's I, pretty cool, actually. Now I I do have some records. <clears throat> uh, some records of storms that do cross. Now they do, they don't necessarily retain their name, but they're they're called cross basin cyclones. So on record, uh, Pacific to the Atlantic there have been five, but Atlantic to the Pacific have been fifteen. Now, and there was one last year. And, okay, which one was? I, I, I forget. I don't remember which one it was, but now, there we had retained? one last year. It, no, it didn't. Oh, okay, so it was a new name. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Because so, so a lot of times the remnants will go over the it'll get a new name, which which is generally what it what it was. But I thought that was interesting. Uh, the other thing, and I want Corey's opinion on this. This is this is pretty big. Uh, the Great Salt Lake is in trouble. Uh, the Great Salt Lake is the lowest it's been on record. And the economic toll of the Great Salt Lake drying would reach 2.2 billion, that's a B, per year. It's a pretty good size lake. And it's going away. But it's shrinking. A it's lot. not the only shrinking lake over there. Though. Oh, it's a lot. You know, I know like there's Mead, several. Like, yeah, Mead's it's... going down. But it but yeah, but if if the Great Salt Lake dries up, that's catastrophic. Definitely, and I'm I'm not sure. I didn't get the the information of ex- exactly how low it is. I mean, it still has water. I think. Yeah, it does. It's a huge lake. Yeah, but but it is decreasing. And, and now we're talking Utah at this point, right. so not not the Midwest here. So I don't know. I didn't look at the the weather uh, conditions out there, so I don't know. But I think what we're seeing now is just a precursor of what's to come. Unfortunately, that's not good. It's not good. I think we're seeing the early effects of climate change. I agree. It's uh, not just hurricanes and and bombogenesis. It's not just that. It's it's it, it's the, a the, lot. The, the scope of climate change is it, it's so much more than that. Right. And, yeah, and a lot of people don't realize that. They think, oh, it's just going to get warmer. But they're not thinking past their nose. They think, well, yeah, it's going to get warmer, the but what's that going to do? Climate change, you think, when you think climate change, you know, a lot of people think, oh, global warming. Mm-hmm. Well, we could have below average winters due to climate change. Right. Because people don't understand. Right. You know, it's, it's it's something that really need, we really need to pay attention to at this point. Uh, I'm afraid, to be really honest with you, I'm afraid we're too late. Um, I'm seeing things happen. We are seeing things happen. The the ice is melting in the North Pole. The True. ice is melting in the South Pole. Yeah, we are seeing much stronger uh, tornadic storms. We're seeing much stronger um, uh, uh, Atlantic storms. And just because. It isn't happening where you are doesn't mean it's not happening at all. You know That's what I'm saying? That's the thing. Right. 
Because you could be in Maine and go, well, it's not happening to me. Right. Well, it's not affecting me. No, it actually is. We didn't have that <laughs> severe of a season this year. No. We really didn't. But other places did. But look at this heat bubble. This what heat is up bubble. with the heat bubble? Absolutely. That's that's a good point. Drought. Drought is coming in. Right. Drought affects the water table. Drought affects temperature, global temperature. Yeah, we could go on and on and on and on and on. I'm sure each week we're going to have something new <laughs> to say. It's not. About this. In the next few weeks, it's not going to get any better. No. No. Especially here. No. 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 You did that model minute thing. It's not. That's a really good. cool thing. No, it, it's really not. Um, the... the uh, uh, I forget who said this, but I mean, it's they said extreme weather is putting the U.S. national parks at risk. This is probably Noah. I'm sure well, I saw that. Yeah, and we talked about the the if Springfield reaches the hundred, I usually mark that off. Um, I got to tell you this: the ants are horrible this year. I don't know if you're having ant problems. I am actually. Well, ants are horrible. We're not having a horrible ant problem. We mom. My side of the bed is. Exactly. Oh, God. So. Are you serious? Yeah. Only his side of the bed. That's where they enter our house. Because that's where the food is left overnight. <laughs> no, I, that's just where they come in. Yeah. Okay, honey. Sure. Well, it's not me. No it's, hands it's, it's our children. Other place of the okay, house. now wait. Okay, now wait. Now wait. Now wait. <laughs> Okay, I've got I've got to tell you, I've been lucky. So, knock on wood. Okay, I'm knocking on wood. There is this, are no is ants this wood anywhere else in our house? Well, there's. I haven't had. I remember I had that ant problem, and I really railed about. It. I haven't had an ant problem. <laughs> they're outside, but they're not inside. There's a place in our house where the ants come in because there's food there. Very near to our room. In the floorboard, they come up. They wouldn't come in if there wasn't. That's where they come in because it's closer to the outside edge. We're going to blame it on the kids, but a certain someone was eating a late night snack the other night. Oh, my Lord. We had cashew chicken for dinner. I'm not going to be able to get through this. And he got up late at night, like midnight, and went and fixed him a plate of cashew chicken. And I'm like half asleep, and I hear crap, and I look over, and he's dumped the whole plate on the floor. No, no, little pieces of rice everywhere. And the next day we have a ant problem. Imagine well, it's been longer than that. <laughs> if the children had done this, he would have lost his mind. So. So he did it. So you lost your mind. <laughs> I just laugh. Uh, you got, oh my gosh. So then like today, it's funny because Jillian was over on his side of the bed. She's like, there's a ton of ants over here, mom. They're everywhere. They're all against the baseboard. Of course. And I'm like, yes, you see all those little pieces of rice your dad missed? <laughs> I got to get the vacuum and suck them all up. There is okay. nothing more satisfying than sucking up bugs in the vacuum. Uh, oh, you need to talk to my mom. She's got one of those bug vacuums. She'll have. 
Oh, where it, like, it doesn't kill him and it releases him yeah, back yeah. out? Yeah, it's like this long tube with a, like, a vacuum. Mm-hmm. And, and go shoot him back out into the outdoors. She'll go get the wasps. She'll get fly, <laughs> flies. It's like, really? Just kill the flies. My main thing is spiders. I don't like touching oh, the spiders. Oh, spiders. She'll so do spiders, I yeah. suck up spiders <clears throat> and I get no more, like, so much satisfaction Well, that. okay. So, in, in this, this vein, i got to tell you what happened today. Uh, actually, yesterday. Um, I get... Uh, Okay, I get I get this text from my mother, God love her, about noon. We okay. do love her. Yes, we do. Uh, she she was doing her hair. She got to give herself a perm. She washed her hair. Everything was fine. A little afternoon, she texted me, I don't have any water. I'm like, what? Because she has a well. Remember I talked about right. she has a well. She's I'm like, not good in the summer. You don't have a well. You don't have water, whatever. So then I start freaking out, you know, because she has, she has air conditioning, she has food, she has everything, she just doesn't have any water. So like, okay, so I need to kick into gear. So I went to Springfield, got six gallons of water, brought it to her. It's like, okay, we got to figure this out. Well, okay, to make a very long story short, because we don't want the podcast to be five hours long. We already heard the story before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, they did. <laughs> uh, no, I, we, I go to the well, and I open up the door of the well, and look... To try to figure out if there's any water coming in the well, and I notice it's inundated with ants. That's why I brought this up. The well filter and the pipes and everything leading to ants everywhere. I'm like, this is weird. Which, I mean, I would have thought ants run from water. Like, when it rains, they go indoors. They go inside. So you'd exactly. think they wouldn't be near a water source. That's what I, that's what I didn't know. It's so dry there. They're so thirsty right now. <laughs> and you're so sleepy right now. They, they need water. <laughs> ants need water. Everything really, needs though? water. I mean, right. I never, you know, like I said, when it rains, they go running. So. They, they do, but it's so dry that they're yeah. craving water right the now. The ground is dry. I, I, and I agree with that. So let me tell you what I did. I got a little cup. I didn't tell you this before the thing. I got a little cup, and I put it uh, about two-thirds uh, full of water, and then I put three teaspoons of sugar, and I you know, dissolved that. Then I got two teaspoons of borax and dissolve that. That'll get them. That'll get them. Uh-huh. I, yeah, I They'll read come that. come running for the sugar and so, die for the exactly, borax. Exactly, exactly. I went, I went, we, we went back to the uh, well, and I had like a little spoon or whatever, and I kept dumping it on the, the things, and the ants would like, ooh, look, it's Yay, water. Sugar. And they'd run over there, and then all of a sudden, then they would like stop, Uh-oh. and then they would all just, just disappear. <laughs> like, okay, that's got to kill them. So if you ever want to know, that's just, I made that up, okay? I mean, I mean, I made that recipe up. I've seen but it before. But I've seen that. Yeah, I've yeah. seen where sugar borax and, and borax. sugar and water. Yeah. So anyway, so her friends came over today and helped her. I, I had to stay in town. Uh, got the ant spray, got all the ants out. And her one friend, Oren, said that her well is probably messed up because the ants are messing with the, the way it's working. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That's a lot of ants. Oh, you should have seen well. them. Oh, you should have seen them. There's lots of ants. Anyway. Got rid of the ants. There was something with the power box in the back. Got her water back going. So it's like, yay, she's got water, at least for now. What you doing, Corey? Let me ask you about this. <laughs> Let me ask you about this. Well. Okay. okay, sure. This was the place where you lived when you were a kid, right? Oh, yeah. Grew up there. So you had the same well? Yep. Same well. How far is this well away from the house? Oh, very far. Uh, if, if you had it... Oh. I don't. I don't know distance very well. Like out in it, a field behind the house or con- something. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Pretty much. We we have a country How acre. How far down does it go? Almost four hundred feet. That's crazy. Yeah, it's way down. Because I grew up on an acre. 
Yeah, it's Our way country. down. And where curve. is this in Springfield exactly? Uh, well, we can't tell where well, Mama I'm not gonna lives. Say, I'm not going to dox I, her. I, I, I know. We don't need people going it, after it's Mama. About, it's about a, not, a mile north of the city limits. So I'll tell you off air. I can rural, tell you exactly. Basically. Yeah, it's very rural. Yes. I kind of thought she lived right in town. So. so no, no, no. She's just just north. And this this the same well has been there since you were little, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Now they replaced stuff. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in the microphone. It goes 400 feet down? Right now, yes. That's a long ways. Yeah, I know. The, 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 the last thing they... Well, how, would it ever dry up? Would we ever be in enough of a drought that the well... It would have to... I mean, she's way down there. She, she's got 100 feet to play with. Okay. That's a lot. A lot <laughs> to play with. Yeah, it would, it would take months of drought to even get close to that. Right. So. Anyway, but but the point is, she has enough water, but the ants pumping it. The right. ants were like messing with all the mechanisms. Like, wow. Anyway, so I would she have just went now. in there with a hose and just sprayed them all. No, I go in there with the, like a little concoction to kill the ants. That's what I want. I don't know what I'm doing. The ants, everything else, go march water right now. They're it's so dry, which is true. I mean, it, it is true. Plants. I have zinnias outside. Oh yeah, no. so we've discussed our Same. our pork yeah. tomatoes. <laughs> our tomatoes you, are, your tomatoes, are struggling. Yeah. They're trying so hard, but they're struggling, and we're tomatoes watering them to death across the area right now. Like Nobody's two or three can. times a day. Oh, yeah. yeah, up to three sure. times a day on those days that are over. Oh my 100. gosh, that's a lot of. But they're water. still like he waters them in the morning before he goes to work. Okay, and then I water them around three, and they're dry. <laughs> uh, typically, I do. It yeah, yeah. And, but they're dry <laughs> yeah. at three o'clock. And then when he gets home at eight o'clock, they're dry. I mean, they're just they're that's sucking insane. that water up. That's insane. I mean that that's a lot of water. Well, those zinnias, they're drought hardy. I mean, they're 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 designed where they you know can go a few days without. No, these things I water them twice a day. They can only go so much. Yeah, right. you know, they're. Classified as drought hardy, but not, but yeah. a, not they desert. Can only go so much. Well, without. I mean, it, it's in, uh, yeah, it's it's insane right now because it's so it's so hot outside. No, and I get it. this is unusual. This is very right. like your tomatoes, the the zinnias and flowers. And mom, mom even has to go out and water, her, you know, her plants and stuff. So it, it's just nuts. Anyway, I just wanted to bring the ant stuff up. Uh, so if anybody else is having problems with ants, you know, and say we don't have an ant problem because. I had a snack last night <laughs> in bed. Did you clean up after yourself? No, here's the thing. Oh. I, I ate, and then I put the plate on my bedside table, uh-huh. which, you know, there are still some food particles right. on the plate. Right. And this morning, I didn't have a single ant. Oh, this well, sounds domestic to me. on his side of the bed. Oh, well, yeah. Those so darn kids. Those darn kids. We'll blame it on the kids. Okay, well, I'm done with... Inter- you have anything in other news? You're done, right? He has nothing. I think I'm good. Okay, well, I think we need to get to the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun. Facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. And I'm not sure which one you have prepared for today. So, Shara, what do you got? I'm going to finish up the series that I've been working on. Ooh, yes. Summer fun facts. Okay. This is the end of it, though, because I'm out. Good, after this, you're out. Okay. (laughs) Um, You can enjoy the summer nearly all year round if you wanted to, thanks to different hemispheres. Oh, my God, yes. 
Um, the fun doesn't have to end if you enjoy this heat in summer. The Northern Hemisphere experiences summer between June and August, with it sometimes stretching into September, while summer in the Southern Hemisphere starts in December and lasts until March. That means yes, if you're willing and able to relocate every few months, yeah, you could feasibly enjoy summer nearly all year round. I don't think I would want that because I like winter a little bit. I mean, isn't that kind of what people that live here in the Ozarks do, and then they go to Florida to stay in their beach well, house? No, for no, they do that in New York. They in New York in the summer, and then they go to be the, yeah. the snow bunnies. I mean, you don't like have to actually yeah. like travel all yeah, year yeah, long. Yeah. You just move right. twice a year. Exactly. Um, there is a national registry of impressively large trees. Interesting. In 1940, the American Forestry Association, now American Forest, launched a campaign to locate the largest trees in the country. They asked the public to nominate large trees in their area and added those trees to the National Registry of Champion Trees. Champion tree. I've never heard of champion trees. Yeah. Uh, the world's largest. Or America's largest. Oh, okay. Uh, today, that register still exists, and you can search it to find the largest trees near you, or you can nominate one that you think is worthy. Okay. Now, wait a minute. You're saying there are people that are in go around the world in search of large America. America. American Forestry Association. Large trees. Well, if you happen to see a huge tree near you and you think, you know, that's an impressive tree. Let's see if it fits. So you can send it into the registry and nominate it and they'll check it out, match it against us, and they'll put it on the registry. And then they will tell you, Yeah, go to the Redwood Forest and then get back with us. But you want to you, see a big tree? Let's go to California. You go to the registry. You can search it, and you can find the largest trees near you if you want to see where the largest trees near you are. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. I'm kind of curious to see what the largest trees near us would be. Actually, actually that would be something fun. Because, you know, like where we grew up in Oklahoma, there's a tree uh, near his grandparents' lake house that was how old? Ninety some the, years. The 90? oldest tree in Taney and Desperate. Uh, what is it? Delaware County. De- Delaware. Yes. Are you okay. awake, honey? <laughs> I was. Watching De- right. asleep over uh, here. Yeah, Delaware County <laughs> is Grove, <laughs> Oklahoma. County. It's the oldest tree in Delaware County. Uh huh. And it could be the oldest tree in Oklahoma. Who knows? Yeah. It's old. It's very large. It's huge. And it's how old? Well, it doesn't say how old it is. I thought it does. I thought it says no. like when it was first. But it's huge. It's. Like, I swear it has a year or something no, on it. It doesn't have a year. How do we know it's the oldest then? Because it's the biggest. <laughs> you, you mean in, in Delaware? In Delaware, Delaware County? County. Right. Oh, okay. All but right. it's huge. All right. Yeah. Like <clears throat> wide. The trunk is huge. Yeah. It's not very tall. It's oh, just really? super little fast wide. It's, it's tall, too. It is tall, but, I mean, it's just very wide. Well, if you wide. get a 90-year-old tree, I mean... Just, I don't yeah. know how old it's it was. much older than it's that. It's probably wow. way older than 90. Oh, wow. Okay. 200 years, at least. Wow. Anyway, okay. anyway. I just remember yeah. we drove by it every time, and it's out in a field by itself. Okay. Lone, the lone tree. I've lost my... Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, Americans drink billions of glasses of iced tea per year. According to the Tea Association, 
Who knew that was a real thing? Mm. Americans consumed 3.8 billion gallons of tea in 2020. Approximately 75 to 80% of that was iced tea. I mean, duh. Iced tea's way more, you know, it's way better. Well, yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, Iced tea became popular in the U.S. after the night, and we've went through this before, but I had to bring it up again. Uh, The 1904 World's Fair in St. Louis. Also, yes, Corey, where... Lots of things were... Right. A lot of things were made famous by the 1904 World's Fair. Um, But that was the year tea maker Richard... I don't know how to say his last name... Put his hot tea over ice to help cool off the overheated ah, fair attendees. Oh, really? And I mean, now iced tea is a thing of the That's South. That's how they got iced it's tea. It's weird. It came from St. Louis. It w- what year? I was 1904. More southern oh, four. Right. I mean, you'd think because 19, but like <clears throat> iced tea is something you associate with the southern states. Right. Well, e- well, yeah, yeah. It, I, I associate it with hot. If you're like really, really hot weather. But, but in Southern I don't really States, think iced tea is that big of a thing up north. Maybe, no, I'm, just thinking, maybe right. I'm just thinking sweet tea. Sweet yeah. tea is yeah. a thing it's of the South. Sweet tea, yeah. If you don't get a cavity from drinking your tea, <laughs> it ain't sweet we enough. We make our tea very sweet. Very sweet. sweet. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's all I have. That's all you have? What? I thought I had more. Oh, you ran out. I ran out of information. Yeah. I looked at this date in weather history. Um, basically, there was some tornadoes. Well, there's always going to be tornadoes. Yeah, you know? <laughs> there was another uh, gunpowder or something factory hit by lightning. 20-some oh. people died. But see, I like those fun facts because I, I didn't know those. I mean, that's what the fun part about it. I mean, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, I mean, if we just talk about, you know, I'm lightning hitting, like... Stuff that's you it's know, late for tornadoes, though. But there was still a lot of them happening. Yeah, well, and there was yeah, a massive derecho in 2011. Ooh, we'll we talk about that next time this week. That's right, we did have Ooh, a big derecho. That's right. I remember what was the uh, the wind at? Uh, it was where what? was that? Uh, it was, was it up Dallas? in South Dakota. Oh, okay, South Dakota. Was it South Dakota? All the way into Iowa, and it went to Iowa, and it yeah. kept going. And they for were sure. talking about that this thing was going to keep going with winds of a hundred. Where did you say the airport that crazy. got? Oh, Sioux Falls. 96 Sioux Falls. or something? Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That yeah. happens every year now. It does. It does. It's like, what is up with in the that? Same area. It's always up north. Right? I mean, what's yeah, up with exactly. that? Exactly. It's something we, we really well, got to 2011 got a massive one that kind of started up. Right in the north and went all the way over to like Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, those areas. Yeah, exactly. And that's where it went: South Dakota, Iowa, Indiana, and I. I, It started petering out, probably Ohio, Kentucky. But that's several states over. It's it's several many states. But that's a derecho. That is a definition of a derecho. And we were texting. I think there's oh, we a were. show. Oh, I, I was in. I was at work going, dude. They, look at this. It's like 95 on. They included <laughs> me in the in the the group text, and I'm like, what? Hey, we're trying to pull you into the weather knowledge thing. <laughs> They're That's trying what, to make me learn. Yeah, but the I only try. word the only word she knows really is bamboo genesis. So when I can right. remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now I can just point to you and say, "You'll say bamboo genesis." I just genesis. say bamboo genesis. Everything is bamboo genesis. <laughs> 
<laughs> there you go. Oh, or yeah. derecho. I know that word too. Or derecho, right. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, we're getting we're getting going here. So okay, it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. Okay, so this week's Shara is going to give us the weather word of the week, and it's not that. I hope I can say this. Oh, right. I think you can say this. So, Shara, what is this week's Stormdar weather weather word of the week? Barber pole. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's those red and white things outside well, of the barber shop, right? You know, it really is. So, what's the <laughs> definition in weather terms? This is a slang version. Yes, it, it is slang. Yes. Okay. A thunderstorm updraft with a visual appearance, including cloud striations that are curved in a manner similar to the stripes of a barber pole. The structure typically is most pronounced on the leading edge of the updraft, while drier air from the rear flank downdraft often erodes the clouds on the trailing side of the updraft. I was more impressed with the word on the second sentence you just said. Striations? Yeah. You doubt me? No, I don't. That's why I said I was impressed. Do you know the words I read daily? (laughs) That's true. She knows striations. What are you trying to do, Corey? Corey's tired over I'm here. I'm just amazed He's... by my wife over there. <laughs> He's kind of worried. The word she, she uses. <laughs> well, she's a nurse. You know, she's going to blow me out of the water. <laughs> I think you are half asleep. Uh, yeah. Well, well, we're getting, you know, we're, we're, we're at the end of the podcast. So that kind of makes sense. So anyway. <laughs> it's kind of making me nervous. I'm not sure what's going to come out of this mouth. Okay, Corey, you got anything else? I hate asking that sometimes. We've okay. gone I'm scared a lot to ask that on this show. <laughs> we did well because you were gone. I mean, we we haven't had we a podcast for two. Yeah, a couple it's weeks. So. It is dry. It's dry. It is hot, and it's going to stay dry. It's hot. It is hot. And it's hot. We don't see any uh, anything that's going to alleviate that, right? Not in, le- not in the next couple of weeks. Unless you can do a rain dance. No, you know some, somebody said that in our comments. Right. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it was one of our followers. I, don't know. I guess we could look up a rain dance. Oh, you know, maybe. Oh, that would be good. We should, and Shara should should videotape us doing it. Yes, I should definitely videotape so that I'm not involved. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pass on that. <laughs> okay. I don't want to actually be rain. We we'll, do need we rain. need There's a lot sure. of rain. There's any praying oh, people gosh. out there? Oh my gosh, it's it's not looking good for the drought. No, no, and it's gonna get worse. Like well, you said. Officially, weren't in abnormally dry, right? Right. But we need rain. We, we need a take widespread a lot. It's rain. It's going to take a lot for that to get us out of that. Yeah, these poppers are not going to do anything. I mean, we no. need widespread. Right. For sure. You know what we need? A tropical system to kind of come up here and kind of set it's up been shop. A while since we've seen that. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Right. We can do that. So. Yeah. So. Anyway, Sherry, you got anything else? I'm out of information. You are completely out of information. Okay, well, it's probably time for us to just wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our post to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also... Check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.